0: hi guys it's sister spill and welcome back to spillcast i just want to put out a quick disclaimer if you can hear anything in the background it's literally just my mom watching tv being loud and she's like washing the dishes too and i feel bad asking her to turn the tv down so um yeah if you hear anything in the background that's that hopefully you don't i'm sorry very unprofessional but you know this is the best time for me to record my podcast. So anyways, let's jump into it. So let's start off with some personal life updates. Um, I know some of you guys have been enjoying me like talk about school and stuff because it does help to know that like, you know, someone's going in person. I'm, I'm taking one for the team guys. I'm letting you know how it is to be in person. I just want to let you guys know that um, first of all, I came back from spring break. Like I told you guys, there was no podcast last week because i was traveling to see my grandparents um that ended up being pretty good sometimes when you spend too much time with your grandparents it can be a little overwhelming which was my experience but nevertheless it was nice Um, i was in warm weather so that was really nice too and yeah had a good spring break hope you guys did too so anyways what i was saying is that um because i just got back from spring break now i'm since it's a monday i went back to school and um i'm starting my fourth and final term because my school kind of splits it into the four quarters um of the year so i have my fourth and final term which means i have about you know two months roughly left of school which is so crazy and i was talking to someone about this today i'm like i cannot believe how fast it's gone and like I mean, look at it how you want. It could be a good thing. Like, obviously, it's really nice when school does fly by. But at the same time, it's kind of sad because, like, as a junior, you know, like, I don't have that much time left in high school. And, like, again, that could be a good thing, too. But it's like, it's kind of sad that I missed out on literally a whole year of experience, you know? Like, even now that I'm back in school in person, like, okay, I get a couple months in person, but it's not going to be the same, you know? We won't have assemblies or activities and you don't get to talk to as many people or at least it's harder you know so they're just like a lot of disadvantages to this year but anyone who's a student right now a high school student honestly even a you know a middle school student college student whoever's listening to this like congrats guys <laughs> for getting through this year because I know it's been really tough um, but anyways I am in my fourth term which means that I switch all of my classes so all of the classes that I had my last term, By the way, I only do four classes at a time. I don't have any more. Um, And I actually won't have them for the rest of the school year. They're just weird schedule this year. But anyways, um, so these classes that I have this term, um, I was nervous to go to today because I was like, this sucks. Because first of all, now that we're four days a week again, um, not again for the first time. There are like way more people in school. So like walking through the hallways is so nerve-wracking I'm, not gonna lie to you guys. Um, but don't let that scare you from going to school Please go because it's it's so much easier to learn. But anyways, um It's nerve-wracking because there are like so many people but also like, you know, I used to just wake up open zoom And join my class and now I like actually have to get up get ready drive to school and all this kind of stuff so it's a very like big change but at the same time i feel like i'm just kind of slipping back into a routine that's like buried back in the deep of my mind but it's still there you know so like i'm capable of going to school like i used to but you know it's weird for everyone obviously and i'm sure everyone's tired of people talking about how weird this year is like everyone just just wants to move on and i get it um but anyway speaking of moving on um tomorrow i get the covid vaccine because in my state since i'm 16 um 16 and older can get vaccinated at least where i live right now um they they have appointments available which is super exciting and the second i found out i signed up for a vaccination so i'm super excited for that and anyone who is like nervous about the about the vaccine if you have concerns like please dm me obviously i know a lot of my listeners are younger but maybe if you have family members or friends that are old enough to get the vaccine and they're like a little bit you know iffy on it, kind of unsure, and you think you can maybe convince them, um, hit me up and I can maybe give you some details on it. Obviously, I'm not like a health expert, but I can um, send you some like good resources and also just like Explain a little bit about it, cause some people don't quite understand or they're not educated on it, and I just want to tell you guys that it like really is in your best interest to get the va- vaccine. Don't let people like scare you out of getting it because of like conspiracies or false information you see on TikTok. Like you got to be really careful about that stuff because I've seen so many people spread disinformation on social media about the vaccine, and I'm like, guys, this isn't even true. Like now you're just scaring people, and now people don't want to get it. So, yeah, make sure that you're at least informed about it, and then you can make a decision. If you're not informed on it or you're just believing some conspiracy that you saw like I don't know if you are coming to the correct conclusion you know you gotta at least educate yourself before deciding whether or not to get it so anyways um yeah I'm getting the vaccine tomorrow I'm not really nervous I've never really hated shots honestly like more just like dislike them they're kind of just like annoying you know I I don't like them obviously but like they're fine I know some people really don't like shots but I think getting a little shot, I guess two shots because you get two doses, is way better than getting COVID because, you know, it affects everyone in different ways. Like, I don't really want to lose my smell and taste and I don't want to be spreading it to other people. So, I think that the vaccine is very much worth it. But enough of that. Um, Yeah, so what I was saying is that I was nervous about going to my, like, other classes, other four classes in person today. But I did it. I walked in. Dealt with so much anxiety like literally was I guess trigger warning. I don't know if this is triggering. Sorry I I never really know when to use trigger warnings, but I do them in case because you never know but Um, I was walking into school and like literally just shaking like I couldn't breathe like I was talking to my friend and I just kind of had to stop because I was like "Uh, (laughs) I I'm literally like I can't breathe um it sucked Anxiety sucks, but it's okay. I got through the day. I was literally shaking most of the day, which again Sucks, but it turned out to be fine and i'm glad that I went today and like every day progressively will get Better so I know that i'm gonna be fine But yeah, today was a little rough as far as like anxiety and stuff goes um But it's fine again. I was very glad that I went to school today. So um yeah, f- I-, I feel like a lot of schools across the country are opening up in person and like if you're deciding whether or not to go, unless you have like super um strict kind of like You know health concerns for you and your family like I really encourage you to go because I feel like at least at my school. I have a good experience with them like being safe A lot of my teachers have like dividers or they separate the desks a little bit or they make us wipe down our desks And like everyone wears their mask and is really good about it and like I know not all schools are like that but just like be aware that like It's okay, you know, it's okay to go to school. It's okay to like get a better education That's not over zoom So I just hope that you guys are very much considering going in person because it's very very important for your well-being and like even me someone who is like has been struggling with like heightened anxiety due to the pandemic like I push myself Mainly my parents and my friends push me But I also push myself because I care about school to go to school in person and it really Does help to just literally get yourself out there and like this is coming from someone who like I don't even know anyone in half my classes or don't talk to anyone so like That's also another thing, but it's fine. I promise you guys. It's fine. So please go to school Enough of the school talk. I'm sure you guys are annoyed with that. Um We're gonna get on to advice. Uh, since I did not do a podcast last week I'm gonna obviously respond to more advice because i've gotten some piling up over the last week and then people who sent it um, just now. Could you guys hear that? There's like a really loud car that just drove up my street. I don't know if you guys could hear that. Maybe my microphone's not that good. Um, But speaking of anxiety, this is the first advising that I wanted to respond to, and I've actually gotten a few um, emails since my last podcast where I said, you guys can send emails if you don't have social media, so that seems like a popular way to ask for advice, so feel free to continue to do that. Um, So this person said, hi, at the moment, whenever I go out with my friends, rarely, or go to school, I always get really nervous, breathe heavily, and start shaking, and I'm not really sure why. You probably can't help help and won't even choose this, but thanks. Um they also added, when I'm nervous and around lots of people. Um, So, I'm not a doctor um, and I can't like properly diagnose you with any sort of mental illness or anything like that, but I do want to say this sounds a lot like my experiences and not even just a lot, like this is exactly what happens to me and that It pretty much sums up anxiety. So I feel like you should definitely like next time you go to the doctor's office A lot of times they will like literally like hand you a clipboard and you fill out some information And one of the pages is about like how you've been feeling lately And then that's how like they kind of look to see if like maybe you have depression or anxiety or if you've been dealing with like some hard stuff and um when I went to the doctor most recently I filled out some things that like kind of match up with anxiety and then my doctor Ended up talking to me about it and then, you know, um started a conversation and and like I got a little bit of help So I think that that's like definitely your first option that you should do But I know that's not very easy for everyone Especially when you like don't want anyone to know or you're too scared to ask anyone for help And I totally get that because i'm that person 90% of the time I don't like to ask for help Like when i'm in class and I need help or I have a question about something I literally will do anything to not Ask that question or get that help because I'm so like scared and like anxiety ridden, and I hate that because it like stops me from so many things in my life. And I'm like, why can't I just be normal and ask for help? Um, but you know, that's just that's my life, and it's fine. But I think that like for you, um, when you said like difficulty breathing and like shaking and stuff, that's exactly what happens to me when I get like anxiety attacks. Um, which is something that, you know, happens from time to time. I never actually had them before the pandemic, but then the pa- pandemic hit, I was inside a lot, didn't really talk to people, and then all of a sudden, boom, anxiety. So, um, I think from my experience, that sounds exactly like an anxiety attack. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not diagnosing you with anything or saying that that is an anxiety attack. I'm just letting you know that, like, from my experience, it's just very, very similar. Um, also, I don't know, like, if your hands ever go numb, that's also kind of a sign um, because that happened to me today in class. Like, I was literally having, like, a silent anxiety attack in class and, like, my hands were, were tingling and that's how I usually know that I'm having one. Um, but, Yeah, I just would say that like because that sounds so similar to anxiety I would say like You know if you can get access to a counselor or a therapist Like you know your school counselor even like they're there to help you and so You know your parents don't even have to know that you went to the counselor if you don't want them to know Um, or maybe even just talk to a friend about this who knows Maybe they literally deal with the same exact thing and they don't want to tell anyone So I really think that reaching out for help is the best thing to do and i'm glad that like You did reach out for help because you asked me, but I think you need to take a a step further and ask someone in your personal life That can truly like help you because they'll be there in person to help you So I hope that that was Helpful to you So this next person dm'd me and said hi, I love your podcast and I need advice There's a new girl coming from a different school and I don't know her But some of my friends do and they really don't like her and some of my friends said that she has done some rude things And i'm really worried. Do you have any advice? So I think like obviously when you have friends that like you trust and you really like and they're telling you things about this person that are bad, you're probably going to be inclined to believe them and maybe they're right. Maybe she is a bad person and does bad things, but I think um, also just like part of being like open-minded and just like being very welcoming to people is just believing it or not believing it until you see it. Um, Because like, I don't know, I've, I've definitely had situations in my life where people have told me like, oh, you know, this girl's so rude or like, I hate this girl or she did this, she did that. And then like, they turn out to not be true or I meet this person and I'm like wait they're actually so nice like why would you say that they're rude or this person's so pretty why would you say that they're ugly you know like things like that just like you can't listen to everything that other people are saying so um you you kind of just have to like have the experience for yourself so when this new girl comes try your best to be friendly and stuff and get your own feel for her like um you know see what she's actually like from your perspective and then you can make your own decision but obviously like don't take those accusations lightly like don't just forget about everything that your friend said like obviously not if they, like if multiple people are saying that she's done bad things like yeah she's probably done bad things all i'm saying is just like keep an open mind and don't like automatically hate her when she comes because of what other people are saying just like don't you know don't have like this preconceived notion or like hatred um just based off of things that you hear, because if you were in her position, you probably wouldn't like that, um, but anyways, don't, yeah, just don't be, like, worried about the girl, like, okay, you know, she's coming to your school, whatever, but I don't think that you have to be worried necessarily, like, you can stay away from her, you don't have to be friends with her, like, that's totally fine, so I wouldn't be worried about it so this person said hi sister spill first of all i love the podcast and listen to it 24 7. so my best best friend moved to norway last year and i really miss her i try so hard to try and keep the friendship but it's going really it's going really hard um i also know she's not doing that well at the moment she struggles with i don't know if this is a trigger warning but anyways trigger warning tics anxiety and getting friends Um, I feel really bad for her because I've had a really bad anxiety and have been going to therapists since I was nine So I really understand her and I really try to support her and will be there as much as I can Because when I found out I had anxiety and really struggled with it, no one was there for me I was told that I was weird Wrong and dramatic by my best friends and it really traumatized me in some way I really don't wish that for her. So of course, every time we talk on the phone, I was I always ask How is it going? Are you okay? And I tell her i'm there for her and always want to listen to her I s- I sat and listened to her for an hour and tried my best to be there for her and help her. Then she asked me how I was doing, and I told her how hard it was to change schools because I was bullied at my old school, how I felt left out, at- at- how I fe- felt left out and alone, my pet dying last week, struggling with anxiety, depression, and so much more. I really let all my feelings out, and she said. You know, it's not that bad for you. I'm here all alone with no friends. That made me so angry and sad inside. I just wanted to scream, but I decided to say, stay quiet. I just feel like I tried so hard to be for, be there for her and help her, and then she says that. I don't know what to do. I just want her to be happy and to keep the friendship. So, okay. Um obviously there's something wrong with this. If you are pouring your heart out to your friend about your own struggles with mental illness and personal life struggles and your friend is like, okay, well, at least you don't have it as bad as me, that's a red flag there. It's not something that like someone who's a really good friend would say. Now, what I will say about that is I don't think that means that you need to drop her or get too angry at her as hard as it is because if I were you, I would be really upset that someone just disregarded my feelings. But I think actually the best approach is the opposite and that's just to be there for her even more because clearly like this person who's your friend is coming from a place of unhappiness and she's hurt and she's upset and when she hears about someone else's struggles I feel like maybe she is like belittling them or saying that they're not as important as hers because she's hurting and like you know maybe if she wasn't dealing with so much mental illness or struggle in her own life maybe she would be more inclined to listen or whatever but what I'm saying is like you know how people say like that People bully people because they're unhappy with ourselves like it's sort of like that sort of situation that I'm applying there because like I feel like because she's dealing with so much and you're dealing with so much when you try and like talk to each other about your feelings it might be be overwhelming for the both of you or maybe she feels like she i mean like some people say this kind of stuff because they want attention or they want people to listen to them or they want to gain some sort of reaction out of a person and you know maybe she is doing it with bad intentions maybe you guys aren't meant to be friends but it seems like you really really care about her and i'm sure that she cares about you too and i think it's really just like a lack of judgment on her part and she thinks that like you know it was okay for her to say that or maybe she regretted it the second it came out of her mouth you know it's it's hard to tell and I feel like you should really communicate this to her and you know one of the things that you said was that you just kept your mouth shut you didn't say anything after she told you that and I think that like that was a mistake obviously it's way easier said than done I don't know if I would have said anything either because it's hard you know you don't want to upset someone especially when they're already dealing with so much but I think like really communicating that like stuff to her and how you really feel is going to make your friendship even stronger and I can tell that like you want to fight for this friendship you said so so I think like it's very important for you to tell her this and be like I I understand that your problems are overwhelming and I understand that my problems are very hard to listen to or they might seem, you know, insignificant compared to yours. But I just want to let you know that like everyone has their own struggles and for me this is a big deal. So I just, you know, would like some support. And, you know, the friendship can't be a one-sided thing. It can't just be her piling all of her problems onto you and you dealing with them and helping her the whole time. Like it's gotta be like an equal balanced thing. Like you tell her some things about your life and she helps you and you know the same goes for her like you guys have to help each other equally and that's obviously not happening here because she feels like she's going through so much more but maybe if you guys you know switch lives for a day she would realize oh okay i understand where this person's coming from because in the end no one should really invalidate anyone else's feelings or experiences because they feel like theirs are worse or um more upsetting or something, like, oh, okay, well, you know, these people's parents got divorced, well, at least their parents aren't in jail, or at least their dad didn't die, you know, like, okay, yes, I am sorry that your dad died, and that's horrible, but it doesn't mean that this person's parents' divorce isn't hard on them, like, You know what I mean like everyone measures pain differently and maybe when you're someone who has grown up really sheltered And you've never had anything bad happen in your life until your parents got divorced Obviously, that's the biggest worst thing that's ever happened to you And then when you go to things like my dad died and i've had divorced parents like okay, yeah, sure you might have it quote worse but You know, it's different for everyone, you know, so I just think that like, um, you know, maybe your friend is not quite understanding your situation or how you feel and not listening to you and that can be hard when you're dealing with all sorts of things, but I just think that you should really communicate this to her and I think your friendship will thrive if you guys have good communication. Okay, so I don't know if you guys remember, but a few episodes back, I did advice on... Um, For this girl who was deciding between like a public and private school and she actually ended up sending me an update So I just wanted to read that because I don't get that many updates on this podcast And I thought like, you know, some of you guys might be interested on what school she chose So she said I honestly feel like I might go to the private school I went to a freshman for a day thing there meaning I was assigned a freshman girl and I went to all her classes with her It was pretty awkward, but everyone was really nice. Also the uniforms were not that bad My guide person seemed friendly with a lot of different girls from different classes and everyone was talking to everyone Which is something that I didn't expect, but thought was nice. The school is also hosting also hosting some events during the summer for the freshmen to get to know each other. I also missed the windows for the scholarship, but my family has a savings to pay the tuition, so we will be okay if I go there. Back to the thing about summer events, I think that will be a nice place to meet new people. Plus, I sort of know one girl who is definitely going, so that's something." I just listened to your podcast about your high school experience with friends and it was pretty inspiring. I feel like I could get a fresh start at the school and it could be a really good opportunity for me. Of course it's not confirmed yet, but I'll let you know when I decide. So obviously it's not confirmed, but it seems like this girl is going to the private school, so I'm glad that you got you got some resolution and it seems like those summer events will be pretty great for meeting people, so guys, if you're deciding between a public and private school, listen to this girl's story. Okay, so this next person said just very briefly, hey, do you have any tips on how to be better at school? So I've gotten a few people ask about this and I have done episodes where I've talked about this, but I just wanted to say like very briefly since I have talked about this before, being better at school is something that you decide to do. It's it's like when someone asks you to do something like Yeah, they can tell you a hundred times or ten times but like In the end the only reason it gets done is because you decide to do it, you know and so I think it it kind of applies to like all aspects of life, especially school like If you're struggling to get your work done and stuff Who is it up to to get that work done? It's it's you so if you realize that like you are the sole um reason for your grades like You know and I get it like sometimes there are circumstances where you have really really difficult teachers or you have um Someone who won't bring your grade up or issues at home that prevent you from getting your homework done And i'm not saying that like, okay, well, it's still your fault that you get bad grades I'm, just saying that like you are responsible ultimately for the grade that you get So like if you're in an honors class and you find it to be too hard Drop down because you can get a better grade or or challenge yourself and talk to the teacher and go to them after school and Ask them questions, you know, so I feel like a lot of people who really do want good grades um are not taking advantage of every single resource. So, you know, maybe you are going to the teacher after school in the classroom, but it's not helping. Okay, maybe, you know, look at a friend who took that class or ask a parent or maybe get a tutor if that's something that you have available to you. I know that's not, like, something that everyone can get, but, like, you know what I'm saying is some people you know, try one thing like, oh, I already talked to the teacher and they didn't help me. That, it reminds me of a situation that my friend went through where this guy in her physics class was asking her questions about the homework, like constantly, would not stop just bombarding her with questions, you know, saying, can you get me this homework and can you please help me with this and I don't understand, I'm feeling this class, like I need help. And this person did go, the, go to the teacher, but did not actually absorb the information or actually try to understand what the teacher was saying. Obviously, I'm not saying that any of you guys do that. I'm just saying that like for some people, they're not really trying their best or they don't have an open mind or they're just doing it for the grade. Like, no, you just got to do it because you want a good grade, not because your parents are telling you to or because you feel pressured to. Do it because you know that you're smart and you know that you have the discipline to get good grades and you're going to work as hard as you can to get that A. Like, Do it because it makes you feel good and it makes you feel accomplished and your teachers will be proud of you and you can tell your grandparents about it, you know? Like, do it because it makes you feel good and obviously I know school isn't for everyone and some people will say okay well I don't like school like I don't care if I get A's or not and you know that might be your choice but at the same time I think just consider like what that's gonna do like is that something you're gonna regret or is it something that's gonna be the best decision of your life um who knows I just think that like you should need you should Um, Figure out what's best for you and when it comes to being better at school, I feel like having things like a planner staying organized um, You know writing down reminders on your notes app or on your phone or on your computer, whatever you can maybe even setting alarms Um, Things like little things like that obviously help you but I like I think when you're looking in the bigger picture It all comes down to discipline and your motivation and your willingness to learn and stuff because if you see going to school as like this opportunity to just expand on your knowledge in every sort of subject and gain new opportunities and meet new people obviously you're gonna have a blast and you're gonna see it in a a positive light rather than oh I hate school I don't want to go today I have a C in this class I hate physics this this subject is so boring blah 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 you know, some some people don't get to learn these things, you know? So, like, if you're in a position to learn, I say take advantage, advantage of it fully. And if you have, like, a very positive mindset about school, I feel like that can go a long way because it's like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to learn. And again, I know that's not possible for everyone. I know everyone isn't gonna have that mindset, but for me, like, just growing up with like a love for like reading and writing and like certain things in school like I've just come to appreciate school like as much as our system definitely needs like some change in it I think like I'm very grateful to be going to school and like learning all the things that I have and it honestly like school gets better like the older you get like you know, in high school, you learn so many amazing things. And then when you transition over to college, people say you learn even better things. And, you know, like it's a very like transformational period of your life. So I just think that like, you know, it's all about your attitude towards school. If you have a bad attitude towards school, you're not going to do well because you're not going to be motivated to do it. And I know that was a very long and a more deep explanation than you're probably looking for. But I think that like some people really need to hear that. So this person emailed me and said, I have a boyfriend and we've been dating for two years. Recently, I got informed that he's been cheating on me. Whenever I try to talk to him about it, he brushes me off or changes the subject. I don't know how to confront him or what to do. I've contacted the girl that he cheated with and told her everything. She agreed we need to talk to him more recently. Whenever we talk to him, he just leaves the room. I know that sounds really dumb, but I actually don't know what to do. Hope you he can help. It's a gay relationship and he is bi. Okay, so I think, um... this this is tough, but honestly, like, I know that you might care about him, but, like, I don't understand, like, what, like, he's just literally flat, literally flat out ignoring you, like, I don't understand, like, how can you be accused of cheating and literally not say anything, like, at least admit it, or just be, like, sorry, or say something, you know, you can't just ignore your issues like that, so I think, like, on his part, that's stupid and upsetting, and I think that, like, honestly, just, stop, like, act as if you guys are broken up, because, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if you guys are, like, still acting like everything's fine, I don't, I don't know what's going on, I mean, obviously you aren't, but, like, maybe he's acting like, oh, yeah, we're still in a relationship, whatever, but, like, on your end, act like you're completely, like, broken up, like, literally don't talk to him, delete his number, or unfollow him on social media, or, whatever it is that you have to do and team up with this girl and become friends with this girl, you know? Um, you guys don't need him. Like, he cheated on you and, like, if he's just not responding to the confrontation about him cheating, like, clearly he doesn't care. So, I think, like, instead of just bombarding him And trying to get him to admit that he cheated or telling him that it's over or trying to have a conversation with him Simply just walk away walk away from him walk away from the situation. That's what I would do I know I had another school one in here. Um, I won't talk as much as I did last time And I won't go as in depth, but this person said Hey, could you give me some tips for better grades? I'm struggling a lot as a freshman right now It's very hard and the grades i'm getting are not satisfactory Okay, so I think like again when it comes down to grades It's a lot about your motivation like your willingness your attitude towards school, but also just like on the surface Make sure that you're setting reminders for when your work is due or instead of literally getting home and going on tiktok Like at least get one assignment done just one Like even if you have 10 get one of them done right when you come home Because then that's one less that you have to procrastinate and do at the end of the night You know what I mean? So like just start with like little steps um instead of you know Going on your phone during class maybe like for 10 minutes of class don't go on your phone or however long that you spend like little things like that like try and pay attention to your habits at school and like what you think is like keeping you from getting good grades and then slowly overturn those habits a lot of people try and just like get rid of a habit like okay you know starting tomorrow i'm gonna stop going on my phone and i'm never going on it again okay and the next day they're on their phone you know it's because it's too much at one time like you got to take little steps you can't just stop like, it, it doesn't work that way for most people, so I think just, like, keep track of your, like, bad habits that you think are contributing to the, the bad grades, and then make sure that you're, like, you know, if you're taking super boring class, like, at least have, like, one fun class that you can throw in there, because that, that way, like, you look forward to school, like, you know, I know that's not super easy, but, like, if you have, like, um, just extra Fun classes, an art class that you like, or if you're interested in music, like something like that that makes you look forward to school might be a good option. Okay, so this next person sent me like a screenshot of their notes app and they said, Hey, I think I've asked for advice before, but it's been a while. I wanted to say that I love your podcast and it really helps me when I need to calm down when I'm anxious. Thank you. I'm very glad that it helps you. Anyways, there are a few things that I would like to talk about, so I'm sorry if this is long. First, I want to ask for advice about something. So, I have a friend from school that I'm pretty close with and we talk pretty often. I know that he struggles with mental health issues and I worry about him a lot. I have really bad anxiety, so I feel like I can be annoying whenever I keep asking him if he's okay. I was wondering if you had any advice about how to make sure he's doing okay, but not to the point where I'm now um, constantly worrying about him. Okay, so pause there because uh, this person added some more stuff. But as far as this advice, um, I would say that's really hard because I have actually questioned this same thing in my own life, where I have friends um, or family where you're who I'm like concerned about, but I'm like I don't want to like you know berate them with um, questions or make them feel uncomfortable because I'm like you know because some people do get uncomfortable um with that kind of stuff and so I think like for me I don't have a specific answer to that because I've yet to figure it out I would just say um you know even weekly just be like how you know how's your week been going how are you like are you doing okay or maybe on a daily basis instead of like directly referring to like maybe him struggling with mental health maybe just keep it on a lighter note like how is your day today blah 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 and that can just be seen as you coming off as caring or interested in how his day is but it's not like straight up asking him you know how are you doing with this and and are you doing okay with that like at least that lets him know like he's making a mental note like okay this person cares about me and every single day i have you know This person to ask me how my day is and that's something I can look forward to So I don't know just little things like that. Obviously, um, even if you're worried about making them annoyed I feel like um checking up on people is way worth it in the end Like yeah, maybe you feel like you're annoying them, but i'm sure that like in their head they're thinking Okay, i'm very glad that like this person's be is there for me So that's all I can really say on that because honestly, I you know, it's that's a hard question um This person also added that, next I wanted to talk to you about something that was talked about in your advice segment in episode 30, I think. This girl that said she was Mexican, I think, and was talking about going on a diet, um... I thought the advice that you gave was really good. I also thought it might be important for you to bring up that it's important to be cautious about diets, especially if you're younger, um, trigger warning, due to the fact that it can be easier to develop eating disorders or disordered eating. I think that it's totally fine to try and go on a diet, and I'm not saying that everyone that goes on a diet will develop an eating disorder. It's just something that you should be aware of. I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but that was something that I was thinking about during that section of the podcast. Um... Okay, so yeah, I definitely agree with this. I think like, you know, being a 16-year-old myself, I have had like different struggles with, um, I've never had an ED, but I think that like, um, there are definitely times in my life where I've gotten into an unhealthy mindset when it comes to exercise or food or diet or things like that. And like, what I've learned, um, is that, you know, you gotta be careful with that stuff because- Once you kind of get into an unhealthy mindset, it's very hard to get out. And so I think, like, um, encouraging people, especially young people, to have healthy eating habits and just healthy habits in general is very important. So, yeah, I do want to, like, reiterate what this person said and say that, like, yes, it's very important for you to not look so much into diet culture and more look at yourself what works for you what makes you feel good Don't do it just because someone told you that the keto diet is the best way to go and it made them lose 15 pounds Okay, well, you know, maybe it made them lose 15 pounds, but your body's it's completely different You know, like some people don't lose weight doing certain exercises and other people do, you know So because everyone is so different I feel like you shouldn't rely on a certain diet or a certain exercise routine to get you You know perfectly in shape or get you your dream body or make you feel healthy and fit like I have learned honestly recently like i've come to the conclusion that like no matter how many exercise tiktoks I see or YouTube videos that I watch like If I want to be healthy, I just need to have a balanced diet and exercise And those are the two main things that you need And if you can just do that and do it in a way that works for you that works And I don't think that people should be like over relying on diets and exercising you know, an hour a day or thirty minutes a day, you know, like as long as you get the, the exercise in and you're doing more than you usually do, you're doing something. So yeah, I think that's very, very important to talk about. Um, anyways, this person also went on to say one last thing and they said, um, I wanted to talk about, um checking in with you. I know it can be overwhelming for some people when you get a lot of DMs from people asking for advice and it's totally okay if you feel that way too. I never want to make it feel like I'm pushing my problems onto you and if it feels like I am then that is um, something that I'm truly sorry about. Thank you for putting so much effort into your podcast and letting people send you advice. Sorry that this is so long and thank you for reading all of this." Um, Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Honestly, like, it's been such a good experience making this podcast. And like, when I think about it, sometimes I'm just like, wow, I'm so lucky that like, I have this small little community. Like, you know, I'm not the number one listened to podcast. I'm not even the hundredth listened to podcast. Um, but I'm, I've built this like small community basically where people young girls teenagers come to me and ask me for advice or they come to listen about my life and it's just so amazing because I I think about it I'm like wow I'm so lucky that people are actually like paying attention to what I say and I think it's so cool how I've like helped people um because it's something that I'm passionate about you know people always say like oh you're you know you're you could be a good therapist or like you're good at giving advice or like you're such a kind person and that's something that I really take pride in and so like you know um this is like completely unrelated but just like a life lesson in general is like focus on like the strengths you have like for me one of the things is kindness and use it for something like for example i'm using it to or i guess for me even more than kindness is empathy like i really like understand people's emotions i can tune into the way people are feeling and i want to help people and so i think that like that strength of mine i'm drawing on that and i'm creating a podcast and that's how i'm using it so like yeah like in your life make sure you guys are focusing on your strengths and using them in a way that like is positively benefiting your life or other people um so yeah that's something that i'm getting out of this but again, just thank you for your continuous support, all of you guys, and then this person who sent me this message in general. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes it is a little bit hard to, you know, give advice to people every single week and see those message pi- messages pile up and stuff, um, and you know, some people I just respond to separately because I've seen those stories before on the podcast, so I don't talk about them on the podcast, but like, yeah, you know, I get a good amount of people asking for advice every week, and it can be a lot because when you're listening to these stories, sometimes it you know, people think that it might weigh you down or it's um, stressful or whatever. And like, I guess in some way it can be, but at the same time, like I never regret doing these advice sessions at all. Like I love doing these at the end of the day. And so like, yeah, even if it does get a little bit tiring or stressful, like it's so worth it to me because I like truly love doing this. And I know some people like might not, you know, who give advice, maybe might not do it for the right, reasons or whatever, but like I can truly tell you guys I do have the best intentions Um at heart and like I just I really do enjoy doing this this next person dm'd me and said this sounds random But i've been feeling so lonely lately. I feel like I have no real friends and i'm nobody's first choice I'm, not even kidding when I say i've been crying lately because of how I feel I always look at accounts of the girls at my school and they always get so many comments from their friends It's not even fair. I want to find good friends But my school is pretty closed off and i've tried becoming friends with people but it's no it's no use. This problem has been going on since 6th grade and I'm starting to think I'm the problem even though I try to be try my best to be nice. Every day feels the same, especially since I've been virtual. I have no friends to talk to and I can't even reach out to anybody. Okay, so this makes me super sad because If you guys listened to my last or i guess it wasn't my last episode my uh the episode of about my freshman year so i guess two episodes ago i think um where i talked about my freshman year experience and how lonely i was like this really like brings it back for me because i felt this way like i felt like what if i'm the problem you know like i feel like i'm being nice right why isn't anyone talking to me then why can i not make friends and let me tell you now 90 percent of the time like people who are in like the same situation it's not you It's not you. It's literally the fact that, you know, maybe you are a shy person or an introverted person or maybe you're not just, you're not projecting yourself the way that, like, you see yourself. Maybe other people see you as this quiet, shy girl. That's how I've always felt my whole life is, like, people look at me and they think, oh, yeah, you know, I know her name, you know, she's kind of quiet. Like, I've never really talked to her. I feel like that's the way that people see me and, like, yeah, that kind of sucks. But, like, once you find your group of people, you don't really care that much about those opinions that might be circulating in people's heads. Like, I think what's important for you to remember um, is that it isn't you and you are a wonderful person inside and out and it's not um, anything to do with your personality or the way you interact with people. Like, it's just hard. It's hard to be a teenager. It's hard to be in school and make friends and i'm sorry that this has been going on since sixth grade because especially when it's like a more long-term thing like that is so hard on someone's mental health and i just want to like you know praise you for getting through this because it's hard like some people don't realize like being lonely is one of the worst feelings you can possibly have like feeling like there's no one that you can talk to and i just want to say like right now any of you guys who are feeling lonely like even if i don't check my dms or i can't get to you in a day um or you know in a couple of hours, like, I promise you guys, I am here for you guys, and if you guys don't have friends, or you're bored one day, and you want someone to talk to, or you want to pick up a random conversation, DM me, like, I'm here for you guys, like, I'm not just some, you know, quote, influencer, which I don't even consider myself an influencer, I'm just, I'm not some, like, internet personality that's just gonna ignore you guys, or I'm only- making videos for fame, like, no, I can tell you guys right now, I truly care about what you guys have to say, I want to be friends with you guys, like, a lot of people don't get on that personal level with their, um, like, listeners or the subscribers, and I really want to be different than that, because I've been that person who, like, idolizes YouTubers, and I've been upset when people don't seem to, like, treat their fans the right way or whatever, and I'm just, like, I, I hate that, so I, I want to be someone that's, like, a friend, like, I don't want you guys to be, like, oh, you know, sister spill, like, she'll never reply to me, no, like, that's why I have my, you know infamous um what is it called not slogan catchphrase it's it's like yeah I answer all dms because I do even if it takes me a little bit to get back to you like I do answer all my dms unless like something gets lost or instagram glitches or whatever but like I genuinely answer all of my dms and so um if you guys want someone to talk to you can talk to me like seriously and I don't take that lightly so I just want to say to this person, I'm sorry that you have to go through this because I truly, truly sympathize with you on this one Um, because obviously I've been there, but I just- you know, I want to say keep your head up. I know that like maybe my advice won't do that much because at the end of the day, it's your situation and like I can't be there to help you. I can't be your friend in person, but sometimes even having online friends helps and like for me, I did have online friends throughout the time that I had no friends and that did help. Just knowing that there was at least someone, like one person that I could rely on to answer me, that was nice and so just make sure to have that one person even if it's me or it's someone that you meet on roblox or youtube like who knows um i think that as far as like the instagram thing goes and comparing yourself um that's something that every single girl goes through and i want to remind you that the personality that everyone puts on social media is not the way that they are in real life even you know myself um on my personal social media accounts like think about it everyone is is posting The Instagram pictures that they have maybe spent an hour talking to their friends about, you know, which one's best. And no one is posting an Instagram photo that, I mean, maybe not no one, but some people um, maybe post candid photos that they didn't get ready for. But a lot of people, like, they genuinely, like, plan out days. On Thursday, we're going to this park and I'm going to dress up in this specific outfit and do my makeup and do this specific pose to get the perfect Instagram photo and half of them facetune their photos anyway so their bodies aren't even what they look like in real life so um i just want to let you know that like what you see on social media is a completely altered and in fake reality um it's not real it's not how real life is and if you go out in public you'll see what real people look like and it's not the way that they look on social media and that's It's something that makes me sad too, because I'm like, I wish, sometimes I just wish that social media did not exist, you know, because there are a lot of harmful things that have come from it, but at the same time, like, social media didn't exist, I wouldn't be here with this platform, I wouldn't be giving you advice right now, so like, you know, there are pros and cons, but I'm going off on a tangent. Anyways, um, just like, don't worry about the numbers, because at the end of the day, like, you know, determining someone's self-worth is not on how many Instagram comments they have like it's it's how kind they are how fun they are what memories you have with them like no one's gonna think back oh you know this person had 54 instagram comments and that person had four instagram comments like clearly the one with 54 is better like no only shallow entitled people are gonna think that like and in that case stay away from those people you know but i think that that's something that um it's easier said than done but you shouldn't worry about it we also have another update um this was from a a while back I don't remember which episode but this person basically asked me like how I know the difference between a platonic and a like a relationship date or sorry a a romantic date um and they actually updated and said I think at the time he meant it in a platonic way but now we're dating so yeah they're dating if you guys remember that episode where that girl didn't know if it was like an actual date or not um turns out they're dating so congrats to you guys So this person emailed me and said, um, I've liked one of my best, or sorry, one of my really good guy friends for about two years now, but he's moving in a month and I'm pretty sure he likes me back. I just really don't want to do a long distance relationship. I also don't know if I should tell him if I like him or not because I don't want him to worry if he does, if he likes me back, but I also don't want to regret not telling him. I honestly have no idea what to do, so if you do put this in the podcast, please help me out. Okay, so I think, um, This is hard. I feel like i've honestly talked about this exact same situation before my podcast But since this person emailed me i'm like, you know what? I'll talk about it on here. Um, I think like especially if he's moving in a month I feel like generally, that's something that you would want to let go just because, yeah, like, there could be the possibility that he does like you back and it could turn into a relationship, but then, like you said, you have to deal with the long-distance relationship. And not to say that long-distance relationships are completely bad and they won't work, but, like, they are difficult and if you're not willing to put in the effort or if he's not willing to put in the effort, it's just gonna hurt you in the long run, so I feel like, I don't know, it depends on how much you really like this, this guy. Like, okay, is this just a crush that I think could possibly go away or is this something that I really feel like it's sticking I feel a different connection to him like I've never felt before like really tune into your feelings and say is this worth it and honestly maybe it is maybe you just tell him that you like him and even if he's moving in a month okay you know if he doesn't like you back then he's moving in a month and you don't have to deal with the embarrassment or if he does like you back then boom you found you know, a happy relationship, and maybe you can make long distance work. I feel like it's it's up to you to decide, um, because you know it's hard to give advice on these things because I'm like I don't know the full situation, I don't know you or him, and I don't know how you guys act around each other. Like I don't know the full extent to the situation, so it's very hard to judge. Um, but I would just say it really comes down to how you feel and what the possibility, what the possibilities of the situation are. If you feel like this is a person that would commit to a long distance relationship, and you feel like you actually have a shot, totally go for it. But if you like knowing this person because he is like a good friend of yours, like maybe you know that in the past he hasn't been very committed to things, then that should give you kind of like a, a note to self where it's like, okay, you know, maybe he wouldn't even give me the time of day when it comes to relationships. So um, I think that's something to be really cautious of. Also another update on one of the stories that I told, I think it was maybe last week, where this person um, basically said that like someone was giving her a hard time on getting a bad grade in math, and they updated and said, so from the last time I talked to you, I said what you told me to do, and she's taking my friends away from me, and she's done some other stuff as well. I distanced myself from her, but she's making it a bigger deal. I told the teacher, but the teacher won't do anything, so I don't know what to do. Um, let me tell you right now, this will pass and I know that's hard to hear now because it's like, okay, well, what do I do in the meantime? Like, I literally just sit by and watch. Not necessarily. Do what you can. Um, it's hard. It's hard to judge from the situation what you should do but, like, do what you can. Be unbothered because... A lot of times people do this stuff in hopes to get a reaction from people. They want people to be upset. They want to show or they want to see that like someone's being negatively affected by their actions. You know, they want to see you get hurt over this. But like if you just stay cool and calm and collected and you show that you're doing fine and- what she's doing isn't affecting you like that could definitely go a long way not saying it'll fix everything but that's definitely a step forward i think if the teacher didn't do anything it's probably because they don't know what to do because if i were the teacher i wouldn't know what to do either obviously you can talk to parents you can talk to the student but sometimes you know that doesn't help or maybe the teacher's uncomfortable doing that, I don't know, I, feel, I personally feel like the teacher should have done more, but, um, I feel like it's up to you to just show that you're unbothered by it and, um, do what you can to just talk to anyone you can, you know, maybe you make a new friend and you say, hey, like, yeah, you took those friends away from me, but guess what, I, I have another friend that I can hang out with, you know, um, that's all I have to really say. I, It's, it's a really hard situation. I, I really don't know, but I'm telling you it will pass and it, it will seem like petty drama a year from now hi this is about your podcast advice section i hope i have the right account anyways so i'm in sixth grade at a fairly small public school and it is my first year here there's this creepy seventh grade guy who is always on the sixth floor he has no classes here with his two other friends not as creepy but still and they watch the group of sixth grade girls and slightly imitate and talk about us he always tries to high five me whenever he can in the stairs although it makes me uncomfortable especially because of covid he interrupts my class to wave and say goodbye to me it confuses the teachers. Also, I have blondish hair and light eyes. I'm also pretty thin, like your stereotypical blonde girl. He acts kind of flirty, even though I'm not interested. He also knows nothing about me, and he's hitting on me because of my looks. He also has that e-boy kind of look. He does this to my attractive friend, too, but not as much as me. Um, the other day, he knocked into me and almost fell, but he did it on purpose. It was very obvious. And he said, sorry, sorry about that, Charlotte, then winked. He has my friend's number, the one he also does this to. And he has said that he kissed a bunch of girls in 6th grade at a party and also did more. I just want your advice on this, um, if it means anything and what I should do. Um, okay, so, first of all, because you're in 6th grade, I just want to say that, like, everyone in middle school is crazy. Everyone thinks that they're so cool, they are, you know, okay, I kissed someone in 6th grade, okay and like some people use it for the wrong reasons for bragging rights or to sound cool like I promise you the second you get out of middle school you realize how dumb everything in middle school was like that's the way I felt like when I went into freshman year I looked back on middle school and I was like why did I care so much like why did I care so much about like what people thought why did I think that like getting a B was the end of the world like it was middle school you know high school sure you know try harder in high school but like middle school, I was just so worried about being perfect or, um, you know, what other people were doing or being popular was a thing that I cared about in middle school, which I literally don't care about at all now. Um, and it was just something that I realized when I moved out of middle school was that It just it doesn't matter it doesn't matter as much as you think it does so um don't like take the things that he says seriously don't you know don't put up with his crap literally ignore him the best you can i know it's hard when like literally someone's Following you or purposely bumping into you or coming to your classes to say bye to you like yeah That's weird and especially if he doesn't know you that's especially weird Um, I think like if it comes to the point where you feel truly truly uncomfortable and like you feel like he's almost harassing you That's when you need to talk to a teacher a parent a counselor Even a friend someone that can help you or get him to stop um, because like that's not that's not normal for someone to just be like following you around like that and like making you uncomfortable or trying to um you know constantly talk to you or like it's just like especially if he's attracted attracted to you and stuff like you got to be careful with that kind of stuff because boys and boys in middle school can be a little reckless um and gross, so just be careful with guys like that. I can tell he's like your average, I think I'm so cool, and I've done all this stuff, and oh, I went to a party kind of guy, but it's, I see through all of it. It's fake. It's fake. It's a ploy to get others to like you I don't understand why people do that I just think it's stupid um I would just say again watch to make sure that you're not feeling truly comfortable uncomfortable if you do start feeling uncomfortable please talk to someone about it because it's not okay you can't just let guys like this get away with it because they think it's okay to just you know treat girls like this and especially if they're doing this in middle school like imagine how much worse it would get if it progressed into high school and like later even adult life you know and for all we know this could be a phase a dumb phase where this guy thinks he's so cool and doesn't realize that he's making people uncomfortable but like you just got to be careful with stuff like that because you never know and like if no one stops him it could get worse so I just think be careful with that watch out for your friend too that he seems to be interested in and just basically just take care of yourself um and, like, if you have a chance, literally tell him to stop. Like, I know that can be hard, but, like, sometimes people will back off if you tell him to stop, believe it or not. So, um, just try your best to get through this. Hopefully, this is just a phase and he'll leave you alone in a couple weeks or a month or whatever. But if it continues on, like, obviously, please tell someone because it's
1: it's not normal. Hi, Stu Spill. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. I listen to it, like, every single time you upload it and I've been a fan for a couple weeks now because I discovered it through through your YouTube. So I'm friends with these two girls. There's this other girl that moved and came here at the start of this semester, which was in like January. Let's call her Claire. Claire and Jenna are both in my third class. And so we all have theater together. But basically, Claire joined last semester and her and Jenna have become kind kind of close and they have each other's phone numbers, they text, and they have a group chat with Jenna's other best friend, let's call her Emma. Emma isn't really relevant to the situation. We had lunch one time. Basically, they found out they both moved from California. And they found out they both actually moved from the same part. So they usually talk about that lunch. And one lunch period, I sit with the three of them at lunch. And we they spend the entire time talking about, oh, about all the new restaurants. All the new restaurants that had in California. And I feel like I couldn't really join in because... I'm not from California. I live most of my life in Texas and Pennsylvania. They've just been, like, texting. They've gotten kind of close. And they actually said they were going to hang out tomorrow because it's Thursday. It's Wednesday now. And I just feel kind of left out. Like, I feel like I can't really be included because I don't know, like, Claire. I don't know Jan's best friend that well. And I'm not in eighth grade, and I feel like it would be awkward if I'm, like, hanging out with them. I don't really know them that well. So I don't know. I just I always feel like left out when I to talk to them now. I feel like I'm only included if I'm just talking to like Jenna alone versus them together and at lunch they always talk about stuff. So yeah, I was wondering if you could just really gave me some advice, please. So honestly, I
0: interestingly enough, I am from California and so um and I don't live there anymore, obviously. I moved when I was really young, but like I always felt like a, a good connection or like A cool connection with anyone that I met who had also moved from California because it was just something different you know and especially like if you miss your hometown or like you you know moved not too long ago like it's really nice to like feel a sense of home again and that's why a lot of people um feel such a connection to people that they know that grew up in the same area that they did and so that's why like these two girls are getting along so well is because they have a certain connection with each other and like you know, I'm sure that you've experienced a feeling where you first meet someone and like you hit it off so well, and you're like, "Wow, I, we're gonna be great friends!" Like, it's obviously super exciting at first, and you're gonna want to plan to hang out and and talk to each other all the time and like learn everything about each other, everything about each other. And so it's gonna seem like a lot at first, especially when you're someone on the outside, like you are, watching the situation unfold. It's like, "Wow, how can I how can I insert myself into the situation?" And honestly, the answer might be you don't like maybe you know let them get to know each other for a couple weeks even a month and you know things will cool down once you kind of get past that like first stage of you know oh my god i really connect with you and i really want to be friends with you things will calm down and you guys will not you guys those two girls will um you know maybe leave some room for you to talk. Um, and if not, like then maybe that's something that you should bring up and be like, hey, I've been feeling kind of like left out recently. Like, you know, could you try and if could you guys try and be better with that? Like that's totally valid for you to speak up about that. But I think for now, like especially because this is also new, it's such a fresh friendship. I think you should just let them do their thing. Um, because speaking from experience, like I said, whenever I met someone that like grew up in California, I wanted to talk to them more and figure it out. Or I just felt like kind of like a a sense of familiarity familiarity and like comfort with them because I knew that like they were from the same place I was and I thought that was so cool so I think it's just important to like let them have their moment but also don't let them just walk all over you and let them like completely leave you out like yeah let them hang out on their own that's totally fine but like make sure that you're being invited to things too so like basically stand up for yourself but also you know let them let them do their thing so yeah that's my advice to you i hope that was helpful um and that is all the advice that i'm giving for this episode it's actually quite long obviously because i had a lot to catch up on due to spring break and all that um but it's been a pretty fun episode i feel like we touched on a lot of different topics a wide range um and i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode i don't know if you guys even enjoy longer episodes but if you listen to this episode all the way through dm me where you went for spring break or what you did for spring break even if it was just sleeping or doing homework or sitting at home um tell me what you did for spring break and if you went anywhere tell me where you went and what you did I'm just very curious curious to hear what you guys did um if you want advice in the next episode you can email me at my email at sisterspillytt at gmail.com you can also just find that email in the description of my podcast episode or you can go to the description of any of my youtube videos and click on my email from there you can also DM me a voice message on Instagram, or just DM me a message on Instagram at sisterspillyt or at spillcast official on Instagram. Either one works. The spillcast official one is just more for my podcast, though. Um, so go follow that. And yeah, that's all I have to really say. Um, I know I didn't talk talk about any tea um, this episode, but I figured I had so much advice to catch up on, and it's my most popular segment anyway. That I would just talk about that because. Um, you know, I I wanted to catch up, I wanted it to be kind of loose, and this podcast episode is already pretty dang long, so, um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed, and I will talk to you guys next week.